Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. Happy first day of fall. This is Libra season coming up. Uh, Yes, Virgos, yes, congratulations, but Libra's rock. So anyway, we recorded two episodes last week with two restaurateurs. Our second one today is Tammy, who lives in New York. She owns two restaurants and a catering company. We have a really great conversation with her. But before that, I wanted to give some updates. So for myself, uh, if you don't know me, I'm Sarita. I'm at Vine Me Up all over social media. And I recently released a book. Well, it's not so re- recent anymore. It was in July. I released a wine activity book and this October I will be doing a collaboration box with Danita from Zen in the Jar and Wumi of Beats by Woo. So you'll get one item from all three of us in a cool box. It's local pickup only so we won't be able to ship it but sign up for my newsletter to get more information at findmeupdc.com. That's my update. So Girl Meets Glass is doing something really cool in France and I had to let her record it and explain it. So here it is. What the mine was, the mine was a part of a visit that I was doing where I spent a few days in the southern part of France in Luberon, which is not far from the Roussillon wine region. And that was a visit to a mine. It was Mine de Bru, B-R-U-O-X. And we took a bike ride. So you already know that was a whole situation with me on a bike. But we went to these mines and these were, I think it's the last uh, steel functioning mine or one of the last mines you can actually tour in the south of France. And they made ochre. It comes out yellow, but then it they can bake it and do different things to it to make it red. It's very cold down there. It was 50 degrees Fahrenheit, 10 degrees Celsius. Um, so that's why in some of the shots I have that thing on backwards because it was chilly in there and uh, ochre was used to make um thicken paint or thicken things i forget what he says it actually was used for but there's that but there's this winery that is a part of the resort we stayed at and it's called areto winery and areto a-u-r-e-t-o they work with the mine and they do a tasting in the mine so when we walked up and walked down that um hallway the guy was standing there and he had these bottles out. He had these black glasses. And he said, hey, taste this. So I tasted it, swirled it around. It's like, what do you think it is? And we were like, uh, it's wine. And he's like, no, do you think it's white, rosé, red? And I was like, okay, well, I know it's not um, red because, you know, red is different. But he's like, okay, what do you think, white or rosé? So tasted it, thought, mm, this could be white or it could be rosé but it has some acidity to it so i don't know then he tasted it you know then he's like okay now taste this one so he gave me another one i thought it was white first then rosé but it was actually the other way around how he gave it to me but since it was dark in there because we're in a mine and since the glass were black like i couldn't see him pouring it then i couldn't even see what the difference was when we poured it out so he's like that just goes to show you that you don't really know or you can't judge a book by its cover or whatever you just have to really go by taste um and smell when it comes to thinking about wines and tasting and describing them and things like that um i think he might have tried to play me and i really had it right but you know whatever it was all fun and i got to drink the wine 
cool story, right? All right, so here's our conversation with Tammy. Cheers. Welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. We're here with our special guest, Tammy. How are you? I'm doing good. It's 85 degrees outside. That's it's not, not raining, so yeah. it's not too bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so and for those... Oh, yeah, go ahead. So I, oh, I am located in Brooklyn. So I live in Brooklyn and our, our businesses are in Brooklyn. And right now I'm in, uh, in Williamsburg in our um, oh. Disco Tacos location. Okay. Very nice. How long have you yeah. lived in New York? So I've lived in New York for 12 years. Mm. So New Yorker, like I feel like, I mean, I'm grew up in Mexico City, but at this point, I feel the same as, like, you know, Mexican as I am a New Yorker. You yeah. came from Mexico City to New York, or did you live somewhere else in the States before getting to um, Brooklyn? To, from- to Brooklyn. So we, I actually studied in San Antonio, Texas. So I did, I did Mexico, Texas, went back to Mexico. Did a little short uh, sprint in Miami, which my sister convinced me to go. <laughs> she's like, she's like, come, like, it's like Mexico, because there's, in the, but better, because there's Colombians and Venezuelans, and it's great, like, it's all Latin Americans. But honestly, no. not for me, not for me. <laughs> you know, New York, New York became my home. Like, I mean, New York is, it's the home for all the misfits, you know, all the people. It's such a melting pot of people that wanted to leave where they were from. And it's uh, it's just so wonderful. It's just like the energy of the city is, it's undeniable. It's really yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So tell us how you got introduced to food and wine, because you own restaurants, which we'll talk about in a second. But tell us the beginning of your story. Yes, yes. So I was first introduced, I feel like the like the my first immersion into the culinary world was my, uh, my grandma, my dad's mom. Uh, and that was kind of like our language that brought us together because my dad is Turkish. And they came to Mexico City when he, when my dad was like about eight years old. And they, they were Jews living in in Turkey that made their way to Mexico City. Okay. So, my grandma uh, spoke Ladino, which is it's it's like a tongue within the Jewish community of Turkey. So, she and I couldn't even like really speak to one another. So she would like cook these incredible things for me, and I think that was her way of like giving me a hug, you know, or like showing her warmth and and uh, who she was and. And it was all lovely. And like, so I grew up with like really beautiful food. She was like an incredible cook. And in Mexico, you eat so well and there's so much, you know, flavor and vibrancy. But then I went to, then I I moved to Texas and I went to college and I kind of like forgot about the world of food. Like, I mean, it wasn't until my husband, until I met Felipe that he loved food that I kind of fell back in. But before Felipe, I was like, I was getting tuna from like CBS, you know, like I didn't care. Like I would like smoke a cigarette and like just eat anything that I could find. Like I just kind of like dropped the ball on like good food. 
And then Felipe was quick to sort of like bring me back in and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why so, are you like this? So I was actually reading an article about um, you were talking about how you met your husband and then what happened after that. So tell us that sweet little story. Yeah. So we met in Mexico City at an advertising agency. And it was back in the day when we were both smoking cigarettes. We quit that <laughs> ever since. But uh, just like in, you know, in those elevator rides, like we're downstairs and he heard me speak to somebody in English and he had lived in, he had studied in, in the U.S. as well. And we met, I had a boyfriend, he had a girlfriend, so nothing really happened, but there was a spark there for sure. And then it became kind of like a chasing around story where like I went to Miami and then he ended up in Miami, questionable whether he came for me or not, like depends on when you get him and the way he tells that story. <laughs> so not, not clear on that. Um, but then I, you know, I got the bug of the New York bug. I was like, I, I need to go to New York. Like I, I have been in one occasion and I had landed in New York and I was like, whoa, what is this? I need this energy in my life. There's something happening there. And I tried, tried, tried. I was in advertising Got very close to nailing a job, but not not quite. And then finally, Felipe got a job in New York and he brought me along. Like he he got a job in advertising and he was like, hey, I know I know this great strategist that would love a job. And he, he was the one that actually found me the job. And then the romance started here, like once we were both here in New York. And he yeah he was in advertising too but he did not like advertising like I that was very clear to me and he loved cooking he like and I knew like I knew in his face every time he cooked I was like this is what makes you happy like this is what fills your heart I can tell and when we got married I was like I don't want to have a husband that hates his job like nothing ends well <laughs> you know it's just it's like it's these corporate jobs that can really suck your your time and and I could see it and and so we started a supper club from home where we would invite different people. Uh, so you guys club. were still working during the day, but you started the supper club. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it was only on Thursdays. It was called Thursdays at Ward Street because we're on Ward Street, right on uh, between Chinatown and Tribeca. And we would invite different people from New York and Felipe would cook something and I would write about it on a blog. And that's how we started and we kept doing it. And then um, New, York, New York Magazine wrote about us and then wow. we got busted. Yeah, and then, and then the health department showed up to our apartment. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah I wish I was no they were like you can't sell food to the public and we're like but we're not but people are just coming like they, they couldn't comprehend what, what is it the technically hell? the oh, so you were <laughs> you were clearly charging like what were they finding you for so we weren't we weren't we actually weren't charging we would oh. have yeah no but people would bring wine that was kind of like the deal like I had this um contact with this wine store that was nearby that we would send the menu to her and she would recommend the wines and the wines would be delivered to to our apartment that sounds awesome 
<laughs> and so that's when I started with wine too, like that connection with just loving wine and pairing wine with Felipe's food and, and all of that. So that's how we got started. And then once we got busted, we said, let's go for it. And that's when our first restaurant was born. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what cuisine were you cooking initially? So I, our, our cuisine, so Felipe is one of those like Latin American sponges because he was born in Madrid. Then he moved to Brazil. Uh, all His dad moved around a lot. So he lived in Brazil, then lived a lot in Mexico. I would say most of his life in Mexico and of Colombian mom. So it's like a mix of just all these nostalgic flavors that came from his family, his past, um, and also finding himself in kitchens in like new cultures, different languages, and finding comfort there. So just like a mix of Latin America, I would say. Yeah, you guys have to come. Uh, Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna bring you. you at Colonia Verde. Yeah, we should have done the interview there. Oh, that would have been fun. Wow. Maybe a sequel. There you go. <laughs> you don't know us. We will hold you to that and show up in New York. It's not far. Yes. yes, it is not. Yeah, I am waiting for you guys. <laughs> yeah, come by, please. So tell about tell us about your restaurant and like your roles in your restaurant. Sure. So we uh, we have Colonia Verde that's in uh, Fort Greene uh, in Brooklyn. And we have Disco Tacos that's in Williamsburg. That's more like a taqueria. So, so tacos, natural wines and mezcales mm. primarily. And we also have Comparti, which is um, it's a catering company. So we do... So we do uh, a lot of weddings. So we we marry a lot of people. So like bank, bank, banquets and um, mm-hmm. just dinners for, for, for weddings. And my role is the wine. So my, that, that's what I do. I do. I do the wine. Felipe does the food. Um, you know, it started early on. And in the restaurant, like you, I was obviously not cooking, given the fact that I was doing my shopping at TBS and eating out of tuna, <laughs> tuna, tuna cans. So it's clear there that I did not have a good hand in the kitchen. But um, when we opened our first place, I wanted to be part of the creative process of, of dining and how people eat and have always loved wine, always, always loved wine. And when I had my first daughter, Natalia, I said, you know, uh, she was six months old and I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get certified. I'm going to go and I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to get certified. So I did the whole familiar certification. Um, so I would, you know, ha- be with Natalia, drop her off, go for, you know, six hours to talk about wine. And, and that was so wonderful because you learn so much about the world and geographies and grapes and, and that's where I started, and and now I manage the list, the wine list at, at all of our locations. Wow! <laughs> so you guys own two restaurants, and you have a catering business. Oh my god! <laughs> when do you sleep? And you got children. When and do you I have sleep? Children. I make sure I sleep well, though. I mean, I, I like the the good thing is that um. 
the restaurants are in a good in a good position. Colonia Verde is eight years old, so it's like it's mm. it's it's had a, a really strong team from the beginning. We still have the initial team pretty much of cooks and and servers and just a wonderful team. And um, our role is more to support them and to give them all that they need to succeed and be there during the day and up until like right now, like go time or eight. And then I go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) You know how it is. I just like, I need my, I mean, I need those hours to function because it is a lot. It is juggling a lot. And, and some things we do right. And we fail at others and like, there's things that fall through the cracks, but you know, I mean, you, it's Felipe and I, so we just like, we get up, we do it and we fix it. If it doesn't work the first time or second time, wow. we try so does, again. So does your wine list at your restaurant, your main restaurant or your full service restaurant, mm-hmm. does it have, um, does it focus on a certain region for your wines or is it um, multi-geographical? Yes, yes. So it is multi-geographical. Um, that's, I guess, the good thing about being Latin American focused that it's not like an Italian place where it has to be like all regions of Italy or like a very specific Sicilian, Sicilian cuisine. I mean, we, I, it's like it's all over the map. So we got a lot of French wine, which is, I, I love, I love French wine. <laughs> So much. Uh, with some Italian as well, northern, northern Italian that has great acidity and like lighter in the fruit, great complement to spice. Um, we also have a lot of like Austrian wine, which is oh, yes. such a great, right? Mm-hmm. Such a good region for like good price too. Mm. You know, like a good gruner, um, as Guy Weld, like just really nice um, offering. Um, also with great freshness, which is so good for spicy Latin American food. So it's a, it's a little bit all over the map. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, for, for us, I love, we love wine. It's fun to be not to be limited to a specific region for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I read about a word that I wasn't that familiar with when I was reading about you. It says you incorporate, I don't, how do you say this word? F, how do you say this? So it's, ah, ethnography. What is this? Yes. What is this word? What does <laughs> yes. it mean? Yes. Yes. It's a very like researchy word. So it's, it is a weird word, but so when you're, when my role in advertising was to, uh, it was in consumer insights cultural and consumer insights. So ethnographies are when you go and you observe people in their, in their environments mm-hmm. to understand their behavior better. So um, many times you go to their homes or you might go to their office and like you observe like the behavior so you can gather all the information and, mm. and, 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 and build it, use it to build a brand or to build a product etc so that's that's ethnography (laughs) so wait so have you been able to do you you feel like you still use that in the career that you have now oh for sure for sure I mean like it's it's so important to be open to how people are receptive to the wine and how they're taking it and um 
the types of people are coming in and the experiences that they want to have. And, and that's why it's like constantly changing and adapting to the neighborhood because after all, like we're a neighborhood spot. Um, so I think it has been like super beneficial to, to, to have that background for sure. And the brand, the branding background mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Like um, just from way, the way you described it, do you think that advertisers have to watch social media um, in a certain way? to gain that, that, that perspective? Oh, interesting. I mean, so when I was doing advertising, it was more still like traditional. Mm-hmm. And now that there is Instagram um, in the picture, it's, uh, it's so different because it's so segmented, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I feel like my reality is so different than another reality. It's hard to kind of like study it as a whole, but I don't know. I have my I have my thoughts on Instagram that are probably not the best. <laughs> Is that why I couldn't find you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm uh-huh. sorry. I don't know. I mean, and I, I yeah. I mean, I have I like people. I like talking, I like seeing people and just having a connection with people. And like Instagram seems to be wanting to do the, the opposite. <laughs> mm. You know, I mean, I love what you guys are doing, connecting, you know, like the voice, like just having these conversations mm-hmm. that don't seem to happen in Instagram. It's like a one-sided conversation. It's like, look at me doing this. Yeah. Really? Maybe exactly. you're not that happy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a pro. It, there are pros and cons to social media. Um, a lot of times, there. you know, the way you present yourself on social media gives people a reason to want to connect with you. Yes. And that's how, and then, you know, you take it from there, how, you know, how you take it from there is up to you and whether they stick with you, that kind of thing. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's a double-edged sword. But you right. know what, but it's true that like it opens the door and where you take those conversations or those connections, but like it does connect you. So, yeah. I mean, if you mm-hmm. use it wisely, it could be, it could be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so cool. So the second part um, of our show, we're just going to ask you like random questions just to get I to saw. know you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw and I've heard, and that's where I've, that's where I've, I've, I've had my laughs uh, of, of your other episodes, which are just the most random questions it's wonderful and and these all of us can answer they're not too bad okay got it all right so if you listen to our show um we have um a certain amount of money and we keep adding money to a pot right so now we're up to thirty thousand dollars oh nice so now we if you had thirty thousand dollars what would you do with it okay awesome you guys go first no (laughs) glitish you want to go kind of boring um i'm still in the phase where i would definitely redo this whole backyard mm-hmm. not just the deck i would do it multi-layer change where my um uh, maybe actually have like a i would love a grill that's like a pit oh nice I love to yeah. grill like that. oh so that's it's nice think so like an outdoor kitchen type thing so oh I don't that would have be so uh-huh. nice yeah, yeah, I would really because re- I actually live in a townhouse, but 
I have my land up and then I'm an in unit. So I do have a little more space than the uh-huh. units that are in. So I would, yeah, I would really, I think I, that's oh, what I would. Nice. Mm. Oh, nice, that sounds wonderful. A nice outdoor living. Yeah. Oh, nice. Next that's episode, wonderful. I'll go on my trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll just do it all in this episode, right? Tammy, do you have yours yet? So I think, I mean, um, my friends and I keep like saying, keep having this daydream that like we'll be able to maybe leave New York in the coldest month, like let's say like February, where we like we're all like it's so cold and like mm. it's gonna continue on, and we keep like throwing ideas like let's go to Barcelona or let's find a place in Portugal and, and just take like a month, you know? So I think I would like try and buy something yeah. in like Portugal or Barcelona with a, a bunch of friends where we can all escape the New York winters, the terrible Februarys of New York. That sounds I great. think that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really nice. <laughs> sounds really nice. Yeah. Um, you guys can come along. I'll well, give her thank to, you. to the friends list because yeah. all I got the plane ticket in a minute. I'll be just exactly. like this when we go. Exactly. We're all going. We're all going. We'll accumulate all the 30s, the 30Ks of all the people, and mm-hmm. we'll just get we'll just get a big house in, oh, <laughs> in yeah. Sicily. And you something. you already have access to the wine. Your husband is a chef. Oh, this is perfect. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. What about you? <laughs> so my answer, I would, I hope this is enough, but I would get um, a weekend driver for an entire year. Oh my God. That's so amazing. I wouldn't have to drive my car on weekends. <laughs> so I would still have a car. So if I needed to, you know, if I wanted to hop up and go to Target or something during the week, Monday oh. through Friday, then I would. But on weekends, I, that driver nice. would just be at my beck and call like, hey, <laughs> pick pick me up, pick my homegirl up, let's go pick Glennis up, and yes. let's go to a winery. <laughs> right, That's, right. That's smart. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. That, That's what I, I want. like that. Yeah. 30000 oh, wow. That's a nice part-time salary, right? For a driver. Oh, yeah. I think you could swing it. I think you could do it. For yeah. Sure. I love that idea. <laughs> Yes. That's, That's smart. That's yeah. smart. You guys have mastered this question by now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Next question. Name something you love about New York. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, the one thing I love most about New York, there's a lot of things, but the one thing I love most about New York is that you wake up and you don't know what's going to happen that day. Like that there's an element of surprise in everything in your day. Like you can leave and it can be like rainy and gross. And then like your day continues. And then maybe I met Felipe and we had a great coffee or we had a wine, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it just kind of like continues to evolve and it can, you can end up somewhere where you didn't even think that you were going to end up. Yeah. So it's fun because every yeah. day is like has a surprise. It could be it could be awful too, you know. Yeah. That's the catch. <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> it could be a, it, it could be that you, you know, step on a rat or yeah. like step okay. on poop. Oh God. <laughs> so so those surprises are not as good. <laughs> 
but uh <laughs> but it's good that it keeps you in your feet and like yes yeah. possibility possibilities every day yeah yeah Glennis what about you well since I grew up right outside of New York um I, I, this question I'll answer in two parts. What I love about New York is it's so diverse in the um, ecosystem of New York, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You got the concrete jungle and then you got the farms. Uh-huh. Well, so yeah. you got the Finger Lakes that nobody was like, what? There's wine in New York? They think mm-hmm. we don't. You come back around Long Island, you still, it's not as farmy, but you still have some wines up in that area. Then you can come on down into the boroughs where you have, like I said, it's the concrete jungle and anything's actually where I can get my pizza. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. New York pizza. Exactly. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. It does have it all. It does have it all in that sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. I, um, so my answer, I, it's hard to pin it down, but I love New York in the fall and there have been so many occasions where I've spent like fall afternoons outside in New York, just hopping around, going to places, going to vintage shops, eating pizza, drinking coffee. Uh And then y'all happy hours are weekends, like all day. And so (laughs) I'm like, wait, it's, it's happy hour on the weekend. Yeah. So the next thing yeah. you know, we're <laughs> hopping around at bars. And I yep. was like, oh, this is wonderful. This is yeah. wonderful. And the so, weather yeah. is great. Exactly. And, like, yeah. Everybody's out. And yeah, yes. yeah. We have we have a sick happy hour, by the way, at Disco Tacos. Six dollar oh. margaritas. <sighs> Really? Yeah. So maybe we should meet at Disco Tacos mm-hmm. <laughs> We can In go to both. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds nice so wonderful. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Make a mm. See, this can yeah. this can be <laughs> your thing because it's yeah. fall. Yeah. yeah. Come on over. <laughs> I mean I it, it, you guys. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're but taking you, gotta, you serious. Said, yeah. No. No. I am serious. Bring card with you because you got to have it to get in everywhere. Now. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a photo or anything, but yeah, yeah. you need it everywhere. I got is it is it the same? You got yours on a wrist. Oh no, no, it's not the same yet. But mm-hmm. I, at, but I do have mine. It's on. A, I got a little wristlet. I could just put it and be like, ah, uh, it's really? in a little plastic case. Yep. Oh, cool. So yeah. you can open it up ah, and take fine. it out. Oh, that's great. Because that's smart. You, like I say all the time, don't laminate it because if you get the booster, it won't be able to add it to your ah, cup. Yeah. So just smart. get the little pouch and Amazon sell like three or four for yeah. like twelve dollars. Yeah, after you told that's us true. about it. Yeah, I went and got one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's great. Oh, sure I'm going to get one too. Yeah. That's a yeah. great idea. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Is it the same thing in D.C. that they oh, asked no. for it? No. No. Uh-uh. Oh, wow. Okay. Not, not quite. Um, okay. It's a few places, but it's not like, no. Like we no, have okay. another host and she lives in Paris and they can't go anywhere without showing it on their phone. So, oh really yeah so but, even yeah. more than here yeah oh yeah yeah wow she was yeah. talking about it yesterday <laughs> like yeah you can't even step in the door man really yeah. yeah yep wow. hotels everything mm-hmm. i mean europeans are more used to like they're okay with people telling the government telling them what to do i think like mm. america right. is like don't tell us we're not yeah. gonna do it <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we done over. Yeah, okay, that's another. Well, oh yeah, because it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next question. We'll keep it light. Okay. <laughs> another what? <laughs> I don't have no wine in front of me. Right. Exactly, right. right. We need bottles and bottles for exactly. that. Shit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, what was your favorite after school snack? Oh yeah, I saw this. Oh my god, I love this question. is is great. Uh, so I used to with my sister. We used to get the choco crispies, the like the cereal, the chocolate chocolate cereal, uh -huh. like like cocoa puffs or something. Yeah, yeah. And we would put a cajeta, which is like this like caramel. Mm -hmm. Like we put no. caramel on top of it, and we put that in the microwave. And take it out. <laughs> You're wait, what? <laughs> and so would it melt? What will it do? It would just like melt a little bit so that like it would make it a little bit more like a crispy, like um, like a like those crispy treats, you know? Okay. Like, rice like with like a rice crispy treat, like a homemade rice crispy treat, you but with kidding. like really shitty, with really shitty like uh <laughs> cereal, you know, like not so caramel but... and anything you put Ooh. caramel on is right? delicious. So how would you I eat mean, it? Did you have to eat it with a spoon or could you eat it with your hand? You eat it with a spoon. Okay. And like in Mexico, you have this like big bottles of what they call cajeta, which is like caramel. It's like salted caramel. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. But you put it on, you put it on everything. You put it on everything. It's because it's so delicious. And oh as a kid, God. it's like, you see that you just like, let's go. <laughs> mm. let's do this yeah oh, yes uh, we used to do that <laughs> this sounds so good yeah sounds... it's good it's good i miss it <laughs> i miss it for sure <laughs> i'll send you guys the link of the of this cajeta i wonder yeah. i wonder if they sell it here i'm sure you know they sell everything here yeah, yeah. from mexico yeah right. what about you glennis what is what's your that's a really hard question because as the only child, I could had to run of the house because I was a uh -huh. latchkey kid. So yeah, yeah. I just go in the refrigerator to get whatever I want. But if <laughs> yeah. I, um, but if I had to, and then walking home from school, mm -hmm. we all walking to school, walking home from school. You always stopped at at, at the little corner store to get now laters or whatever. Uh -huh. But it doesn't that didn't now and later be my afternoon snack but if my mother got home in time i was like can we go to white castle i could eat white castle every day oh it's so good <laughs> love it's so good love it's white so castle good. so if, if i had a wish what could have been my every day afternoon snack <laughs> white castle gotcha yes Anything in particular from there? The burger. Almost definitely. Yeah. So, so, so this, I, when I get on the road right now, I stop in White Castle on my way to Jersey. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I mean, when I get in Jersey, before I get to my mother's house. But I get two cheeseburgers with ketchup, uh -huh. pickles, <laughs> yes. onion rings, and a surf and turf. And the serpent turf was, um, it was two White Castle burgers with a fried filet of fish in between oh nice wow yeah i had no idea they had fish <laughs> they got clams they got clams. clams they got fish yeah, they got fried clams they got fried fish what don't be sleeping yeah. on white castle oh i love white castle oh, get out of here yeah. and the burgers had like perfect like snack size no they're like the yeah. yeah 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 that's yeah they, that's nice back in the day they used to be 
I can remember, I barely remember five cents, but I can remember they, when they were 10 cents a piece. Oh, wow. Yeah, Whoa. that's, I mean, that's ideal. Yeah, that was that's, back in, that's the, that's in the 70s. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. That's almost like an hour and later and it, it'll go a much longer way. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Wow. Oh, so what's my answer? So I got so I got two. So I'll I'll tell you one before I could use a microwave and then one uh after I start microwaving <laughs> okay. stuff. <laughs> so uh before um before I started using the microwave. I used to come home and eat um, soft batch Chips Ahoy cookies. Only the soft oh, batch. Yeah. Yes. So they make a hard one, soft, not the regular yes. hard one in a blue package. It's another package. And it says soft batch on yes, the package. Yes. Yes. And that's yes. the only so cookie true. that I, the only cookie that I ate. Um, the soft ones are. Yeah. Yeah. Much better. Yes. They're delicious. Yeah. You can eat so many of them. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But when I started using the microwave, as I got older, um, I was really into Hot Pockets. So that was my after cool snack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Then they (laughs) got fancy and started making like lean pockets and then kinds with like a pretzel out. Yeah. Anyway. But yes, I've had the original. They're original. Yeah. I remember I those made it to Mexico, too. That was really that was. Yeah. But that was like more expensive, you know, because it was the things that were coming from. But we're like, if you could get your hands on one of those, it yeah, was, it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. What would you rather use? What do you use the most? A paper to-do list with like you write a list or your calendar reminders? Paper to-do list. Always. Really? Oh, 100%. Oh, so you're truly a purist. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hence the love for french wine like the more pure the better i mean because you just like and then you remember your brain remembers it when you mm. write it down i feel mm-hmm. like you know and then if you're not glued to your phone or you left your phone somewhere then mm-hmm. forget it yeah. that calendar invite is gonna get you nowhere no i'm yeah. hand and pen all the way what about you guys glitters <laughs> what about you it's that's an interesting question because um, you know I yeah pulled me into technology kicking and screaming uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I, I am I'm curious in that sense I still write stuff down but mm-hmm. if people like well I had to now use my calendar invite because Sharita does everything electronically and now yep. I remember so now I'm like okay go to calendar let's see. Okay. <laughs> So if people send me stuff electronically, then I will put it on there. But for the most part, like if I'm standing by the refrigerator and I know I'm going shopping, I'm writing it down. I'm not picking this up and saying, yeah. Let, no, I'm writing it down. No, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, all the way. So much yeah. better. <laughs> I, um, yeah, this maybe like five years ago, I was in a meeting and like um, I work for an agency where everybody does everything on the computer. And uh-huh. I realized that I went an entire week without writing anything down. Wow. And then when I picked up a pen, I like, it, uh-huh. it took me like a minute to write a certain letter. I think I was writing cursive <laughs> yeah. or something. And I was uh-huh. like, holy shit. Wow. No, 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 no. I'm about to forget how to write. <laughs> this, is, this is not happening. So from that point, from that point, even if I had to have my laptop to watch something on a uh-huh. PowerPoint or something, 
I have paper with me. So I do both. So my answer is both. both I do you. have both. Crazy. That happens though. Yeah. That happens. I feel like you, my, you don't my, use it, you lose yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I feel like my handwriting has gotten pretty awful mm. because like you don't use it as much. Like yeah. I was writing the other day. I'm like, this is worse than a doctor. <laughs> like this is terrible. <laughs> all right so the last question is for tammy and so this is how do you unwind after a long day and what song would you play and what would you drink oh yeah that's right this is a good one um i mean it depends on the occasion but definitely at the end of the night, maybe I would do like a lighter red. If this is before dinner, is this probably before dinner time or sure, after dinner sure. time? <laughs> Whatever you want. If it's, yeah, before. Well, so we're we eat a little bit later because we're we're on Latin American time at home. So Felipe and I eat a little bit later. So when I get home, I will get like a maybe like a gamay, a gamay. Yes. Um, something like light and fresh, earthy uh just to unwind like to settle down and I listen to a lot of jazz so maybe I will, I will put on some jazz or yeah I would listen to maybe some jazz and and unwind I think those will be my two choices yeah, yeah. that's yeah, awesome okay. jazz. yeah <laughs> so I'm confused Tammy yeah where's the kids in any of this stuff <laughs> Because you have talked a couple of times. Oh, what? Well, damn, the kids cooking their own food. <laughs> well, you said about this is my fantasy, right? Do you want the real? Do you want the, do you, do you want the reality of my household or the fantasy? Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is what I want. This is not no, what I get. You. I, I, get, I get okay. this sometimes. Okay. So with the kids, <laughs> it's not going to be Gamay and Jazz for sure. It's not gonna be. <laughs> No, but Natalia, well, maybe we'll have like one glass of wine uh, with dinner and Natalia will like ask me to taste. I'm she good. likes to smell the wine. Mm. Uh, I like a lot of natural wine. So like she doesn't like a lot of natural wines because she says that they stink. Yeah. That they uh, stink yeah. really badly. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia, my girl, I'm with her. <laughs> yeah, she's like... This one's really stinky. Like, no, this is too natural. <laughs> you know, that's She's so like funny. My, my natural limbus does. She keeps it real, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like dial it back with a barnyard funk. Dial it back, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you know we're not in a we're not next to a horse. Like we want to eat dinner, and I think she keeps it very honest for me. And like kids screaming all around, but I'm you know like. Always a glass of wine with dinner. It, it varies with yeah, what okay. Felipe is making and all of that. But but I like I like that you called me out. That's cool. It's true. It's like, <laughs> you know, and the reason why I said that is because when most people, when she asked that question, if we have guests on the show that have kids, they'll say, well, I'll get the kids to bed and this is what uh, I do. Oh, you're now. right. Or, you know, they always bring in the kids at some point. Well, 
<laughs> husband has picked them up. I'm grabbing them ahead of the time. But you were like, this is what I'm going to do. And I, me and Felipe, I was like, yeah, yeah. They got I just Natalia didn't... in the closet or yeah. under, the, under the steps. Where is Natalia? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I just skip. I just skip. I just skip through all that whole thing. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So that so a lot of struggling to go to to go to sleep, and then we sneak. Felipe and I sneak upstairs to to the terrace, Ooh. and we close the door, and we're like, okay, silence. So probably not Got even you. music, just just wine and conversations. Yeah. Oh, Got you. Okay. Nice. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Do you guys have a yeah. terrace in New York? Name. Yeah, we have a we're well, I mean the the caveat is that we are in a four story walk up, right? So like oh. I gotta get I gotta get a four year old and a seven year old, but I think it's good for them. It's good exercise. You know, mm-hmm. we're all like we are all exercising every day, but that's the caveat that it, okay. it is on a four. But then you get upstairs and it has like a little terrace and like you can go outside and we have you know, like chairs outside and we can mm. put, you know, like Felipe can grill. And nice. it's wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. It's yeah. wonderful until you leave some downstairs like, damn it. <laughs> I know. Oh my <laughs> God. You have no idea how many yes, times that happens. I'm like, oh, who's going downstairs? No, 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 no. We have, we have techniques to, to get things downstairs. We put like, we'll put like Tupperwares with like, um, with like uh, paper towels or something. Mm. If we forget something that can like potentially make it drop all the way down. You know what I, <laughs> you know what I noticed y'all? Um, and looking at like, I always keep my eye open for like new houses in DC. And when yeah. they're, when they renovate DC houses, what they're doing is they'll add that rooftop, but bef- like right before the rooftop, they'll add a small sitting room with a mini fridge. It'll have like a, it's like a wet bar. So oh. you'll have a sink and a fridge. Oh. So to prevent that, because of course, nobody <laughs> wants to be on a rooftop and have to walk three flights down because you forgot something exactly. out of the refrigerator. So oh, they're starting exactly. to create houses with that kind of thing. So no, I, I totally get that. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. So when you forget your keys and you have to get the keys to your husband, you use this Tupperware situation oh my <laughs> that we've mastered. <laughs> and then... But like the umbrellas that I have forgotten, they're like, yep. oh man, yeah, yep. yeah. It's a oh, compromise, man. but in New York, you got to compromise. Is yeah, and that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Tammy, this was fantastic. Thank you so this much for joining fun. us. It was a Thank lot of you, fun. Guys. It's a pleasure meeting you. So yeah. uh, this is usually Sarita's line. Tell everybody uh, in our listening audience where they can find you. Yes, yes, yes. So you can find us at. Colonia Verde is on 219 DeKalb Avenue in Fort Green. And uh, you can also find us at Disco Tacos, which is 80th North Street um, in uh, Williamsburg, uh, right in the corner of White. So um, and we'll, we'll plan. I mean, now I want you guys over to my terrace. Yes. To the Disco Tacos, to Colonia yeah. Verde. We could do. Look, maybe, maybe, maybe your driver, maybe your driver and my driver. Yes. <laughs> can, can just take I'm us pulling, all around. I'm pulling out my digital calendar. Let's yes, see. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll be here. I'll be here. So you guys tell me truly, okay. it'd be, oh, it'd be an honor and a pleasure to have you guys. Yeah. Thank you. So, so you, I can so tell Natalia and be like, baby, I, I asked <laughs> 
somebody asked about you. That's not okay. That's not okay. And, and, and you can tell her, and I have the same taste in wine. Exactly. Girl, we don't sit over yeah. here while they drink I got, I'm the auntie with the wine and her pocketbook. Uh, <laughs> no barnyard exactly. for us. No, yeah, yeah, Unless we're drinking yeah. pinotage. Unless we're drinking uh, pinotage. Exactly. I take the There's barnyard a- funk off of pinotage. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There's a time and a place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's such a pleasure. Oh, meeting you. such yeah. a pleasure, you guys. Thank you so yeah. much for inviting me to the show. Yeah, have, have a, a good, good night. Day. Yes. Does Bye-bye. Felipe got any brothers or uncles that's single? <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, yeah. See, this is this all involves this trip. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for joining the Swirl Suite, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to follow all of us on social media. I am Vine Me Up, Tanisha at Girl Beats Glass, Glennis at Vino Noir, and Leslie at Vino 301. We're all doing some great things and happy fall. Oh, if you like this episode, leave a comment, share it, talk about it. We love that. Cheers. Have a great week.